and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Another ass end of another week. It is the 22nd day of January 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Welcome to Friday, my friends. We should probably start the show with your Uncrustables review, Big J. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did it. And uh, it was, you know, what I had originally thought when, you know, I, I saw, I watched one of the TikToks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that, like, the, the peanut butter and the jelly stuff would be really hot, right? That was your fear when you made the video. You yeah. were scared of it. Yeah, I was scared of molten lava. You could see it in your eyes. You uh-huh. were just like, I don't really want to take a bite of this. And it's not like that. It's it was, at least, and I don't know if I didn't cook it long enough. It was pretty crusty on the outside. Um, it, but it was, you know, it was good. It was, it's like, here's the thing, uh, a, a toasted sandwich. Yeah, which is exactly what I said it was going to be. Yeah, you're, you're right, as usual. Put that on the record, please. But I like let toasted it, peanut butter and jelly. Did, but it, it, was it enough? Was it enough to change the way you eat your own crust? Nah, nah. Because more often than not, uh, I, I won't go for a toasted sandwich generally unless there's something you know hot inside of it. Then you want it to be toasted? Yeah, that's weird. I know. Like a meatball sandwich. If I go get a meatball sub at Subway, it's toasted. Huh? Interesting. I know. Uh, and so, but is it good enough that you might try it again? Sure, yeah. Do you want to get crazy? Okay. Feel fancy? So, not something that, you, you know, it's going to completely move My things around. Mason was so upset. Why? Too, because she wanted to try it. Well, did you have the last Uncrustable or No. Something? Here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I guess, uh, an outlier on this planet, and I prefer grape jelly. Okay. Uh, it's a big problem. I guess, and, and for whatever reason, the wife bought a bunch of grape uncrustables. Okay. Well, they're very anti-grape anything, even though they love grapes. Well, grape jelly and grapes taste very different. Let's well, no, but clear. they don't like anything grape. They don't like grape Mountain Dew, or I mean, uh, grape uh, uh, Gatorade. Uh huh. I'm a weirdo, I guess. I like grape Gatorade. <laughs> Me too. But uh, yeah, she was very upset and refused to try the grape. I, I lean more towards strawberry, but I understand. I, I have got no uh, problem with grape jelly either. But uh, I guess if you like the strawberry uncrustables, there's that. I mean, I'll, I won't. I won't throw it out of the. I'll take it out of the wrapper, but I won't throw it away. I'll eat it. Good. Uh, so if you missed it, you can follow Big J on Instagram. The uh, minute-long review of Big J trying the air-fried uncrustable, which. Uh, took up way too much of the show yesterday, if we're being honest. Ended up making part stuff. of the video yesterday so you can enjoy it and see the actual review just like we thought. Today, you'll get a life lesson from Big J, a chance to win things from us, have a little bit of fun, and we play some music. Music like Alice in Chains. It's them bones to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, as somebody that almost always keeps his phone on silent, uh, whether I'm at work or I'm at home, nothing makes me say what the F is happening out loud more than an Amber Alert. And it happened in the early afternoon yesterday. I was actually, I had actually just got home from here. It was like three or something like that. And I was going into my office to do some work. And so there was no like TV on or sound on or anything because I had just gotten home. Right. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to knock this out and then I'm going to kind of chill out. And so uh, I was in my office, and I had left my phone out, and it was on silent, but I just hear this, bro, and I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? And I, I thought something had broken in my kitchen, and I come running out, 
And I was like, oh, it's my phone. Yeah, it scares the living hell out of you. And there's an Amber Alert. And if your phone's not on silent, you're, you're like, what is what is going on? Is there some sort of EAS thing? And, of course, you know, it's a good thing that they're able to do that kind of stuff. And if you were curious about the Amber Alert, it was issued yesterday for a toddler that was believed to be in danger. Uh, it was last seen in Boise on Tuesday. And the update to that was the Amber Alert that was issued for that particular incident was figured out when the boy was sound, found safe in Draper, Utah. According to the Ada County Sheriff's Report, the boy's mother was in custody. That is who they were looking for. And the toddler is safe and okay and in good shape. So it all ended up getting figured out, albeit across state lines. But at least it was figured out. So if you were wondering what was going on with the Amber Alert, that is it. That is why. And everything is cool. But there was one last week, too, if I remember right, wasn't there? Or two weeks ago, something like uh, that? A couple weeks ago, yeah. yeah. And so... They're there for a reason. Hopefully you do pay attention to them when they happen. We're going to get Big J's predictions for how NFC Championship Weekend is going to roll out here in about an hour. But just know that the early game is on Fox. 1 o'clock kickoff for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Packers. Tom Brady's first NFC Championship. And, of course, there's a lot on the line. In fact, uh, if Tampa Bay wins Big J, they will again be the first team ever to play in a Super Bowl that is hosting. Yeah. The city that is hosting the Super Bowl has never had its own team play in it. Uh, and, of course, it would happen during a pandemic. It almost feels like it's, you know, destined to be but that But it's way. Florida, and they don't seem to give a damn? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, Florida does not give a damn But what's going on. But that is one of the many storylines in the, uh, the early game. And then, of course, the late game is going to be the Bills and Chiefs. That's going to happen a little bit after 6 o'clock on CBS. And then after Sunday, we'll have an idea of who's going to play in the the Super Bowl. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have made their decision. They have hired Nick Sirianni as their head coach. Oh, no, Nick, Nick. Hey, Sirianni. He was the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, although he was not the play caller for the Indianapolis Never Colts. Never heard of him. Uh, that fell on Frank Reich, uh, who decided to call all the plays. So uh, that would have been my one holdout for Eric Bieniemy. You know, a lot of people think that he's a great offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, but he's not the play caller, you know? That falls on Andy Reid's shoulders. And so that has been the one kind of knock against Eric Bieniemy. But I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles are trying real hard to recapture the magic of the Super Bowl year, who, of course, their offensive coordinator was Frank Reich. And so they're digging back into his coaching tree to try to turn Carson Wentz around and figure out the Eagles. I yeah, mean, I think I, this is about Carson Wentz more than anything. I think so, too. I think they, you know, Carson and Frank are very, very close. And I felt like they wanted to give him a little piece of that because they've got so much money invested in him that they need that to work out. Here's a piece of Frank. Right. It's not Frank, but it's the next best thing. Is that okay? We got a Frank lookalike. Yeah. How does that sound, Carson? Are you all right? And little so baby Wentz. We'll see if that oh, works baby out. baby Wentz. Here's your pacifier. My gut says it's not going to work out. But, I hope it doesn't. Uh, you want the Eagles to fail? Yeah. How come? I like uh, people failing. Well, you don't like it everybody failing. You don't want everybody to fail, do no, you? No, just because he's from North Dakota State. Okay. And you hold some sort of uh, animosity yeah, towards them? Yeah, I do. Why? I don't know. Hmm, Craig Bowles, probably. Uh, interesting news out of the corn camp. If corn was not called corn, apparently their name would have been Larry, Big J. Larry the Band. Uh, they would not have been as successful, I don't think. That, according to Jonathan Davis, uh, he was talking to Revolver Magazine, and uh, Larry was the name uh, of their manager at the time who told them that they could not call their band Corn. It would be a dumb idea. And so Jonathan was like, listen, 
either it's corn or we're gonna name it Larry then. And he's like, F you. And I'm like, listen, one or two, you pick, jerk. And once they decided on the name, Davis said the logo came about when he grabbed a crayon and wrote corn with a K with his left hand. He credits them getting their record deal uh, due to the number of stickers with their logo on it that they had stuck all over town. And that was a big reason why it was a success for them. So now you know. Uh, I'd like to see some Larry merch out there that kind of looks like in the corn font. And maybe that could show up at a corn show. We could have some fun with it. What do you think? Yeah, maybe we could do an interview with Jonathan Davis of Larry. It'd be cool. Morning after. Think with would the- hang up on you right away? Probably. Or at- they should name their next album that. One of the two. They've already got corn out there a couple times. Just being a corn Larry. And then it all comes full circle. Larry's corn. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Jay's life lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, you know, meets the mind, Nick. <laughs> what? I mean, that's not the words. But I know. Okay. I know it's not the words. Uh, is uh, trying to attract the ladies. Uh huh. And uh, this is going back to the old days of the tip of the day, Nick, where. <laughs> Uh, especially now, I can't imagine having to try to navigate through uh, this period of time and, and uh, not having a significant other. It would be very difficult because uh, you'd be isolated and not being able to get out. But uh, apparently this is something that could maybe give you a leg up, and that is learning another language. Another reason to maybe to hit up that Babel or Rosetta Stone, Nick, uh, is that uh, science says that, that if you learn a particular language a particular one, it could make you more attractive just hearing you speak this language, Nick. And that's Italian. Oh! So, and you're Italian. I am. Uh, but you don't speak Italian. No, I do speak Spanish, though, which is fairly close to Italian, believe it or not. Yeah, it's it's not far away, but uh, the, the scientists there say, they say that, hey, you should learn Italian if you want the ladies to find you extra... Uh, alluring. I was able to fake my way through a couple of conversations with my grandfather because I knew Spanish, or at least I was able to understand it better than I was able to speak it back to him. But uh, my grandfather used to get hammered on wine and then only speak Italian, so it was very difficult to uh, have a conversation oh, with man. him when he was about a bottle or two in. And uh, But then I was able, as I went through high school, to at least understand what he was saying, and it mostly revolved around him wanting more wine. Is... <laughs> What he was bad. Uh, and about. that's interesting because uh, the second most attractive language is Portuguese. Hey, all right. Uh, then, then you got the Frenchies. Uh huh. And, and this one doesn't make any sense to me. The Rus- Russian, Russian, I don't find a, a particularly romantic. But, well, but uh, back in the day, you wanted to get with uh, with Brigitte Nielsen when she was in Rocky Four. I bet. Sure, sure. You got to learn. You know, you got to learn how to speak uh, Drago's language. Uh, so you know, I, I mean, and I never. Obviously, you, you as a person, you would always want to know and understand another language. Uh, and I think it automatically makes you seem much more smarter than you are. Uh, I, I never I never ha- ended up taking any language classes. It wasn't in required of you. Nah. That was a prerequisite. For yeah, us. no, I never I never ended up having to take Spanish or anything like that. Huh. And, and so I, I, I've never really I don't know if I would have been interested in doing it or not and, and it's you know at this point the motivation for me to pick up uh the that is is a little difficult but you know with the discovery plus program and that new show from uh bobby flay and giada 
uh, about them in, in Italy. Actually, I really want to go to Italy. I would really like to go and, and uh, just kind of explore around that country. And so I'm kind of interested in learning a language. And Italian might not be a bad way to go. We'll see how that would, would happen to uh, to roll it out if I tried that. I feel like I would have to do that in secret because it would be one of those situations where people would want to keep track of my progress. And then I would just... <laughs> It would just be bad news if I wasn't good at it, you know. Uh, let's not do that. But this is one of those things. If you uh, want to find a way to get the ladies to, to look at you a little bit differently, or even the fellas, learn some Italian. Well, you've often said, Big J, you're looking for reasons now to make yourself unattractive to the opposite sex. Because you're in a committed to. relationship yeah. and you're, you're already trying to... Uh, you know, keep the ladies at bay. So another reason for them to be attracted to you probably wouldn't be a smart play. Yeah, you think the stains on my shirt are uh, accidents? They're on purpose to keep the opposite yeah. sex away. It's like, ah, I don't he, want that. He's gross, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right, got it. I um, actually have uh, sticks of deodorant that make me smell bad. It's true, everyone. It really is. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's his life lesson heading into the weekend. Learn a foreign language. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Despite the calendar flipping from 2020 to 2021, I think you can make an argument for anxiety still being thick in the air. Yeah, and any illusion you had of it being different was you were being naive. Yeah. I mean, it's like the fog this morning. You feel like you can cut it with a knife sometimes. So, it is important that you are able to deal with this anxiety. We're all dealing with it in some way, shape, or form. And if it starts to be a little bit overwhelming, here's some free tips from somebody that usually get, get charges people hundreds of dollars an hour in order to get these tips. Dr. Catherine Boger, who is a clinical psychologist, and she says that a key element in treating anxiety is having what she calls... An anxiety toolbox, Big J. Can I interest you in one? Sure. It's easy to create one. All you have to do is first get a box. Any box will do. Shoe box. Uh, leap in a box? Uh, if you want to put it in there, I guess. If that helps with your anxiety. Yeah. Uh, then you fill that box with thoughtful items that you feel help distract or relax you. For example, you could put in there index cards with funny jokes written on them that make you laugh or, or hobbies that maybe help you forget what you really that, that what you really enjoy. It's important to know that these strategies for stress relief will, you know, vary from person to person. But a note or a quote that gives you hope being somewhere in that box is a good thing. Like, you know, some sort of motivational quote. Like, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. And you're like, yeah, 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 you know what, yeah. Other items you could consider putting in your box, uh, scented items, like if you have a scent that relaxes you or is pleasing to you. Mm, sage. You could create a playlist of songs that invoke calming or pleasing memories, like Hate Breeds Destroy Everything. Put an item in there to utilize your sense of touch, for example, uh, a smooth rock, maybe some silly putty or a stress ball. And then finally, use some visually appealing items, photos of loved ones or places you've been, that kind of thing. And then you can turn to your box when you notice your stress levels are starting to rise. And you've got yourself an anxiety toolbox, Big J. That'll help you do things and get back to normal, maybe center you a little bit, and somewhat productive. Whereas you're not just staring off into the abyss going, oh my God, what's going to happen now? Where yeah. am I? What's happening? To a point where you you have to carry that box with you everywhere. Because, yeah. God forbid, it's at home and your anxiety is stressed out somewhere else. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's your whoopee. Or you could have a smaller box that you put in your pocket. 
with all those things. A shrunk down version of it. Your phone, for example. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're getting it. This weekend is championship weekend for the NFL. Let's get some Big J picks. Big J, who do you like between the Buccaneers and the Packers? Uh, man, it's going to be tough to not take the Packers. I think it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. It's going to depend on the uh, the run game. If they can run the game uh, against, uh, I think the number one run defense is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then they're probably going to win. So I'm going to go with the Packers. Though I wouldn't be shocked if the Buccaneers win. And then uh, Bills Chiefs. Big I don't, J. Is Mahomes? Is he in or out? We he will get an official designation today. My you know guess is he'll be designated as questionable way, to play. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go Bills. All right. Regardless of uh, the starting quarterback situation for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, you certainly feel a little bit better about things if you're a Bills fan because even if he does play, you know at the very least he's not 100. percent So there's that going into the game, how much it affects him and how much the pressure the Bills will get on him will play a very big role in this particular game, but we'll see. And I do have a $10 bet with you that the Chiefs would make it back to the Super Bowl. So We made in like week six when the Raiders beat him, and you're like, the Raiders are going to beat him in the playoffs again. I I, I thought that that would be the case. I was wrong. I'll be honest. I know, and I said the Chiefs would roll over everybody in the AFC, and actually I still think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. So Uh, We'll see what ends up happening this weekend for sure. Enjoy the two broadcasts this Sunday. Uh, Football action begins a little after 1 o'clock on Fox and then goes through, of course, Sunday evening as well. Big J, uh, at least your wife will be happy to know uh, that Bridgerton is coming back for a second season on Netflix. It surprises nobody, but it does get renewed for another season. I did not know that this was a Shondaland series. Did you know that? Well, yeah, I knew it was a book series. I didn't know. No, no, Shondaland is not a book. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, Shondaland is uh, Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy that signed a ridiculously huge contract for Netflix to bring all of her creative ideas to the streaming platform as opposed to ABC. So the creator of Grey's Anatomy and getting away with murder this is her first foray into series development on netflix and it has been a fairly big success so uh that is what that means Uh, it had nothing to do with the book but either way uh it's coming back for another season and uh everybody seems to be excited about it the program has reached an estimated 63 million homes in its first month of release on netflix and one of those 63 million is the big j house yeah you watched the whole season right no i missed a couple of episodes uh, so who knows what kind of sexual content I missed? On purpose? Or no, I was I was I think I was working. I was doing something. I don't know. So the, she just watched it without you because you know you didn't you weren't really interested. Yeah, in it anyway. wasn't like oh god, don't watch it without me. Oh no. Uh, but do you recommend it? I couldn't get a I couldn't get a real recommendation on it. If you like softcore porn, then yeah. Okay. Knock yourself out. If you like trashy romance novels, you're not going to go wrong here. But if you don't, you're not going to like it. Yeah. I'm like, if you're a dude my age by themselves, I mean, and you take a liking to this, I mean, you got problems. <laughs> Something ain't right. All right. Uh, morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to hell. You're invited to join us. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Atlanta, Georgia for today's We're Going to Hell story. Atlanta. And it's a story of somebody that you go, man, if only you used your powers for good. Imagine what the world could be if somebody did this. Because, I mean, it's so close to getting away with something that you're like, man, 
If only he wasn't too cocky and used his powers for good, we could be in an okay place. But the story revolves around number 19-year-old Trey Brown. And Trey Brown was taken into custody on the 14th of this month by Atlanta police because they believed that in the two weeks he was an employee of the Kroger grocery store in Atlanta, Georgia, he was able to scam almost $1 million out of the grocer in a two-week period. Wow. It's incredibly impressive. Unfortunately, he did very 19-year-old things with his actual scams, and that's what ended up getting him into trouble. Uh, Buy a natty light? No, he bought a brand-new Camaro. Uh, And people are like, hang on, dude, you work at the gas station at Kroger. How are you affording a brand-new Camaro? And he's like, "Uh, the, the, the things. And then corporate started to look into it. Basically, what ended up happening was, you're familiar with the concept, I'm sure, while many of you have not frequented, you understand that as some grocery stores have separate gas stations attached to them, right? Yeah. And so Trey was an intended, basically, on one of these gas stations. And if you're familiar with them, they're essentially like islands. Like, I mean, most in most cases, you don't even interact with the person that's in that island. You go there if there's an issue or, let's say, you want to get some gum or something. Who knows? Sure. Uh, that's the only time you go up to that person. But it is an extension of the grocery store. It's still... He's still an employee of the grocery store. There's still some certain transactions that are done, and there's still a cash register there. And so what Trey was doing was basically issuing refunds for things that he said was returned to the island as a grocery product and then taking the money out himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And he was doing these kind of nickeling and diming them at a time, and nobody was paying attention because they were such small Transactions of things that he was just like getting away with, like, you know, taking $5 here, $10 there. And then he started to get cocky after he got away with it for several days. And the coup de grace came when he returned an item for $87,000. Now, I don't know how that happens, nor how he gets his hands on that kind of stuff. Or I know there's not that kind of much money in the till. So I don't really know. It doesn't go into detail how he pulled it off, but apparently he did and was able to transfer that money into his own bank account. And that's when he bought things like two cars, clothes, guns, new shoes, including a new Chevy Camaro that he bought that ended up getting him caught. But it also was a perfect storm. The only reason why Trey wasn't caught earlier, unbeknownst to him, of course, was because the dude whose job it is at corporate Kroger headquarters to figure out company espionage and stealing and stuff was on vacation for two weeks while he was going through this stuff. Oh, wow. So he just happened to be taking this stuff at the right time in order to claim this particular prize. And the guy who was supposed to catch him was on vacation. Of course, when he came back, he noticed the irregularities right away. And then somebody had said, oh, yeah, and this kid bought a brand new Camaro. And he's like, we better swoop in here and figure this out. So the return scam worked, but it only worked because it was a perfect storm of weird things. And then, of course, he got himself caught because he did some dumb stuff with the money. So, again, if it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money in two weeks. It's a lot of money for a 19-year-old to figure out how to pull off. And it's gutsy and dumb and all these kind of things. And now he's going to be going to jail for a long time because of it. Because they don't mess around when you steal almost a million dollars in almost two weeks. And so... He's facing a lot of trouble. But again, imagine if he used those things for good and those ideas for actually beneficial things and not just self-interest. Uh, what we could be doing. But either way, he did get caught. But nonetheless, you have to at least go, wow, I mean, a million bucks in two weeks. Holy jeez. But 
Got caught in the long run. You see, Big J? The bad guys don't always win. You understand? Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. Jane's Addiction, Ben Caught, stealing here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. A pretty good song for our We're Going to Hell story not Uh-oh. too long ago. Uh-oh. But it is interesting how Americans can continue to do something despite how unhappy we are in that particular thing. Uh, so we're nothing if not diligent about stuff. And that all goes to a little thing that maybe you've heard of, Big J. It's called virtual dating. Now, there's plenty of apps and things out there that people can use to do that these days. There's the Tinder, there's the Bumbles, that kind of stuff. And people are using it at an incredible rate, at least over the last calendar year. According to Bumble, at least, the amount of people that have used the service has increased 84% in the last calendar year, Big J. Obviously, because the amount of in-person dates have been limited in that amount of time, the amount of virtual dates have gone through the roof. Meaning uh, you use the app to set up a date with somebody and then you hook up on like Zoom or uh, Bumble has a particular kind of app that you can use to basically video chat with one another. And that is how you virtually date. What a world. In this particular situation. Now, of course, uh, again, 84% uptick in the amount of people that have used that particular service on Bumble. But almost all of them hate the virtual dates that they are on. Now, there's a couple of reasons why virtual dates aren't nearly as fun as real dates. Number one, it's tough to see if there's a connection with somebody if there can't be any physical contact at all, if that makes sense. They say, you know, even if it's just, you know, will somebody pull out a chair for you or how somebody shakes their hand or, you know, that kind of stuff. There are all things that, that really kind of weigh in heavily into, okay, am I into this person? Is it, can, do, am, yeah. do they feel trustworthy? Did she slap me after I tried to tongue kiss her right away? <laughs> yeah, that's is that a good move? Probably not. Uh, so, you know, not allowing physical touching is an issue, but also the fact that, you know, these, these virtual dates are always anticlimactic. You know what I mean? It's hard to virtually date when you have no idea when you're going to actually meet up with somebody in real life to continue on to the next stages of a potential relationship. And so that becomes an issue. And it's also always an awkward, okay, goodbye, I'm hanging up my virtual date now. Have a good one. And so uh, as much as people are using it, they hate it because it's not a satisfying way to start or uphold a relationship, if that makes sense especially in the very early stages of things. But, you know, meeting somebody and swap and spit with them right now is probably not the best way to go about things either. And so you have to, especially if they're a stranger, and so you have to kind of figure things out. And so that is why it's interesting how high the numbers for virtual dating is, but still how many people are unsatisfied with it. Is it stopping them from doing it, Big J? Probably not. No, it is not. In fact, they're using it in record rates, but nobody seems to enjoy it. So you'd think those numbers would go down, but they never really do. It shows you, I guess, how desperate people could be for some sort of connection, especially in the middle of this garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're trying to be resourceful, and God bless them, they're trying to give us different ways for that to be a thing, but it's just tough when it's not the same as to what you're actually used to. But hopefully things will resolve itself somewhat soon and you can get back to uh, you know, hooking up with randos yeah. on Twitter and yeah, what Tinder. Regular terrible dates. Right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your dating update. Morning After with Nick and Big J. 
Big Jane, the pandemic has caused a lot of couples to see each other more than they normally would. Which translates into good things and bad things, but one of the things that has come out of it is sleeping issues during the night. Wendy Troxell is a senior behavioral and social scientist, and she says that when you share a bed with another human being, your sleep is affected, and it affects the other person who shares the bed with you. Add that on top of being together all the time, and it can make relaxing enough to go to sleep but even more difficult than it once normally was. Even if you're not feeling that way, the experts say that without the regimented schedule of a come you to and from the office or dropping the kids off at school, people are fully embracing their natural rhythms. So, if one member of the couple is more of a night owl, they may be staying up later than they did pre-pandemic, which can mean the sleep of the early bird partner is disturbed when they come to bed. The good news is that experts say there will be some couples that learn to work through their sleep issues because they don't have a choice, and they actually come out of this whole thing closer than when they came in. You understand? Yeah. It may work out better for you. It may not, but it could be a thing. No sleep issues in the Big J household, right? Uh, no, not really. Is it the same bedtime for everybody? No. No? No. But, uh, because the wife works late sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, and sometimes she doesn't. Does it wake you up when she comes to bed? Not really. No? If it it is, it's very brief, and I'm like, ah. Right back to saw logs, huh? What a treat. Exactly. The NBA postponed three upcoming Memphis Grizzly games due to coronavirus issues with the team short enough players until the middle of next week. Due in part to contract tracing, tonight's game against the Trailblazers, and then games Sunday and Monday against the Kings were called off. The Grizzlies games against Portland this past Wednesday had also been postponed. We're up to 20 NBA games postponed since the season began, Big J, if you're keeping track at home. And that's an issue, but the NBA uh, is trying to make things a little more serious with cutting down contact between other players, but it seems to be uh, within the team kind of an issue. So I don't know if they're doing anything about that. Notre Dame's football program was put on probation for one year by the NCAA yesterday over a former assistant coach having a not-allowed off-campus recruiting contact with a high school player in January of last year. ESPN cited sources as saying the coach involved was cornerbacks coach Todd Light and the player was linebacker Cyel Smalls. Light was fired in January of last year because of it. Notre Dame was also fined $5,000. It will have other recruiting restrictions, but I guess that means no bowl game for them next year? No matter what, because they're on probation. So, NCAA still handing down some punishments, Big J. Hey, they're still around, I guess. HBO already has an upcoming Game of Thrones prequel series, House of the Dragon. But Entertainment Weekly reports that it wants to do several more prequel series, even though they already kind of put one in the garbage can earlier this year. One, according to Variety, is already in early development. It is based on the Duncan Egg stories by George R.R. R. Martin about Sir Duncan the Tall and a young uh, Aegean Targaryen some 90 years before the events of Game of Thrones. But HBO also meeting with several top writers pitching their prequel ideas based on Martin's work. And EW says one being considered is a series based on Robert's Rebellion, the war for the Iron Throne a couple of decades before the Game of Thrones events. Now, no sequel ideas are currently being considered. It all has to take place before Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, because who wants to delve into what happened afterwards? Right. Uh, we kind of want to forget that that's what happened and uh, just pretend it didn't happen is the way to go. But I'll tell you this, man. It honestly has soured my idea of wanting to watch any other kind of Game of Thrones-related material. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Like, I'm like, they had all this stuff perfectly set up, and that's how they chose to end it. Do I want to get myself, myself into that situation again? And the answer is kind of not. It's the same reason why I don't want to watch the Dexter reboot. Like, I yeah. got into that show, and it was great for a while, and then it just got awful. And I was like, I don't want to live that again. It was bad. It was bad. I don't want to live that again. So uh, it's up to you whether you want to get into it or not. Either way, there could be more coming down the pipe than you realize. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we have an awesome prize here if you like pizza. Uh, Papa Murphy's Take and Bake has got the Boise meal deal. Get you one large uh, pepperoni pizza. Uh, original or thin crust. You can get yourself a cheesy uh, cheese bread and then some uh, cookie dough to make some delicious dessert as well as a two liter soda of your choice. You just got to beat me Pop Culture Smackdown to get your hands on that. 208-287-1003 to play a little game we like to call Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J's been on a run this week. It's been difficult to top him, but if you think you got what it takes, now would be the time to get on the phone and give it a shot so we could possibly send some food your way. Hello, the X. Hey, I'm going. We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Travis. All right, Travis, you're up first. Travis, since more and more women were working, what microwavable turnovers with a catchy jingle, what you gonna pick, were invented for men? Huh. Yeah, I have no idea, guys. Any microwavable turnover that comes into your head? I still have no idea. You're right. wrong. It's okay. It Don't apologize to us. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, since more and more women were working, what microwavable turnover with a catchy jingle called What You Gonna Pick were invented for men? What you gonna pick? What you gonna pick? Oh, I'm gonna pick a... Turnover? Yeah, it's a turnover, I guess. Technically, it's what they classify themselves as anyway. Not sure what I would call it. I mean, I would call it what it's actually called, but I can't say that. It would give away the answer. Pepperoni turnover? Nope. Wrong. I mean, you're in the right ballpark, I mean, but we're looking for the brand. It's just... We're looking for the actual brand. Hello, the X. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. Do you happen to know the answer to the question? Uh, can you repeat the question? I could try. Since more and more women were working, what microwavable turnover with a catchy jingle called What Are You Gonna Pick were invented for men? I don't know. Pot pie? Wrong. No, not pot pie. I thought he was close. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Do you know the answer to the question? I, I don't know it, but I would guess Hot Pocket. Hot Pockets is right. right. What are you going to pick, Big J? Smart guess. Hot Pocket. Hot Big Pocket. J. Created by Swedish developer Marcus Persson, what is the best-selling video of all time in terms of units sold? Video? Video game. Oh, video game. You, oh, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five. Wrong. Nah, this answer is wrong. Correct. You have the wrong information. The answer, believe it or not, is Minecraft. Right. Has sold more units in different types than any other video in, game in out different there. different types? Yeah, I mean, you have different types of expansion things and all sorts of packs for Minecraft that's involved. It is the units sold best-selling video of all time. Uh, congratulations, man. You got yourself a little bit of fun that is uh, we like to call 
Some Papa Murphy's coming your way. You hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. We will do a little bit of headlines. Those are coming up next on the X Rocks. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Look at this website. It's GoTeamMazda.com. It's where you can go if you want to get started on your next new or used car adventure. Everything you need is right there. One click away. GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Bad idea. Another bad idea. And I'll cut you. Uh, bad idea. As a general rule, if you do something questionable in real life, you should probably not brag about doing it on social media afterwards. That did not stop 18-year-old Lila North, who lives in Australia, who got arrested after drunkenly climbing onto a McDonald's counter, twerking as live police tried to arrest her, and then locking herself into a bathroom. A few days later, she commented on the story, which was posted on a local newspaper on Facebook, writing, just wanted to get a bucket and a mop, and ended up with a court date instead. Referring to song lyrics, police caught up with her the next day and arrested her. She faces seven charges, including public nuisance and assaulting and obstructing police because she posted it on Facebook after the fact. Not a good idea. No. But you got to be smart about it. But nobody accused anybody of that at 18, I suppose. Another bad idea or I'll cut you. I'll cut you. Don't mess with the squirrels in your backyard. Oh, no. Andrea Drummond lives in the Rosedale area of Toronto and says she's used to seeing squirrels in her backyard, but on Wednesday morning, she spotted a squirrel that had picked up a paring knife she had left near a a tent outside of her home. She tweeted out the footage of the squirrel who is visibly holding the knife, looking like he was ready to cut somebody, and said the animal gnawed on the knife handle for a while before abandoning the tool. She also noted the animal did not appear to have injured itself with the sharp object, which is good. Nobody wants to cut open a squirrel that way. But just watch out. If they start diving from above with paring knives in their hands, Big J, we're all do- gone. <laughs> Flying squirrel style. Slitting our jugulars. We're going to be nice. in real, real issues. Vicious. Although, that's got a B-horror movie written all over it, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Squirrel-demic or something? Wrap it up with another bad idea. Uh, I'm not sure why anybody would risk their health during a global pandemic to attend a cat's birthday party, but here we are. Officials in a small Chilean town have confirmed that 15 people contracted coronavirus after attending a birthday party thrown for a cat. Authorities there confirmed the outbreak in Santo Domingo, an exclusive coastal community home. Francisco Alvarez, the Ministry of Health's National Security said that when he heard it was a cat's birthday party, I thought it was a joke that they were trying to hide or something. He also notes that while 10 people who came to the actual party got infected, the cat was not infected. Uh, you have a cat, Big J. Would you ever throw a cat birthday party? No. Would you ever go to a cat birthday party? No. Just making sure. The cat's not even going to show up, probably. <laughs> uh, the cat could not care less. That much I know. Whether it's there or not, I can't speak to. I know it wouldn't give a rat's ass if it was going on. But I guess people do these things. Don't invite me to your cat's party. I don't want to come. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Asking Alexandria, they don't want what we want here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. And we want alcohol, don't we, pal? Alcohol and ass. 
You tried um, that this morning once. It didn't work. Uh, but uh, Men's Health has put out a list of the 100 booziest cities in the United States. Oh, man. They analyzed a number of factors. Percentage of excessive <laughs> drinking reports. Okay. DUI-related fatalities, mm-hmm. unfortunately, to percentage of underage drinking. So really the highlights of good old-fashioned drinking. Uh-huh. And uh, number one on that list, Nick, you got a guess? Well, uh, I always lean towards drink Wisconsinably, so uh, it may be somewhere in my home state of Wisconsin. Uh, maybe Madison. No. No? That is not correct. Number one on this le- list is uh, the deplorable, the uh, awful, only one road in and out, Reno, Nevada. That makes sense to me as well. Having been to Reno, I can understand Number that. two on this list is puzzling to me, Denver, Colorado. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, number three, I-, I-, I get totally, is Billings, Montana. You've been there before? Yeah. Bunch of drunkards. That's where my family lives. Some of them. All right. Uh, There's nothing to do there in Montana but drink. Uh, Number four, finally coming in, is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There you go. That makes sense. And number five, Fargo, North Dakota. So a couple of these places, there's just nothing. There's not a lot going on in these towns. Which could be why Um, people are drinking a whole bunch. Yep. And then number six, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. And here, I don't know how big this place is, so I'm going to have to go look at the population. Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine, huh? Interesting. Well, you know, the one the one factor that I guess we can never really um, really weigh is the DUI fatalities. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, that's a that's you're going to you're going to get whole... into a real sad state of affairs if you start looking up why they're they're yeah, the number one. Here's the thing. I don't know if you want to be on the top of this list You'd because not. of that. It's not it certainly sucks the fun right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I should maybe do more research into these things before we get to the We've got plenty of time, but I wait <laughs> to actually read over you're, you're, you you peruse the headline and go, this will be fun. And yeah. then you get into the story live on the radio and, and then, you go, oh, no. And no, then no. I'm like, oh, maybe I should find out where Idaho is. <laughs> and then the link here is broken and you click on the page and it's like, hey, a page not found. Go to hell. You're right. We did have like uh, forever for you to look that up. But you know what? Your heart was in the right place. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it guided itself right towards DUI fatalities. But I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I think some of the best drinking I ever done or at least witnessed was in Wisconsin. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know you had a really good time. Not certainly one of my prouder moments. That's Why? how you see my family represented. Because they were doing shots at like 7 in the morning. <laughs> so, so what? Like so was I. I know, I know. There should be no amount of pride attached to that. Yeah. You're partying it up, man. Rock and roll, dude. And I also, weren't you eating like crab legs as well? Yeah. <laughs> dude. I was partying hard. <laughs> what was that place called? The Crab? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, I got a shirt somewhere. Yeah, I do too, and I can't remember. And I, I, I still, I just looked at the picture of the us outside of the sign too. I mean, it's, we've had too many adventures, Big J. But yeah. we remember the places that we. Nick's great grandma, right? Great grandma. Yep, my my great grandmother, <laughs> grandma Sophie Schuchman. Was in, in a, a onesie. onesie drinking Jaeger. May she rest in peace. Morning after with God Nick God and Big it. J. There is your update on us drinking way too early. And, of course, we'll do some bad impressions next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we'll gladly hook you up here with an awesome care package from the morning after. We've got uh, uh, X-Rock's mask in there, a sticker, and we'll get you to see their latest album, See uh, Plural Bloom. Nine millimeter. <laughs> Uh, Parabellum. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like this care package. We will mail it directly out to you. Uh, You don't have to come in here and pick it up. Nothing like that. It all goes out directly in the mail. 
All you have to do is figure out Big J's bad impression, in which he has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then we're increasing your music library and your coolness factor. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Travis. All right, Travis. Good luck. Uh, fictional character, Travis, okay? Okay. On occasion, I like to drive my fully armed Austin Martin. Sorry, can you repeat that again? You cut out. <clears throat> On occasion, I like to drive my fully armed Austin Martin. Okay. Next. I enjoy a martini, shaken, not stirred. Okay, next. Connery, Lazenby, Moore, Dalton, Brosnan, and Craig have all starred as me in the movies. I have no idea, man. What? Travis. Travis, really? Obviously, you're not a golfer. Hello, the X. Hey, guys. Hey, man, did you hear the clues? Yeah, tell Big J it's Aston Martin, and it's James Bond. (laughs) I say Austin. I was going to let you correct him. Uh, Congratulations. Hang on one second. James Bond is correct, I imagine. Why is James Bond in Him and his Austin Martin. Going to be pushed back a few months in the next movie, No Time to Die. You're kidding. Not until October of 2021. Listen, man. Just put it in the theater and then stream it already. Now they could pro- make a whole nother movie. <laughs> they could have made a whole nother movie. You're right. You're right. Uh, but yes, that is the case. And this is what? Seven times now, right? It's been yeah. Late. I mean, people are going to revolt and just not go to it to punish them. It's not their fault. I mean, I get it. They're trying to make as much money as possible. There's not a ton of theaters open still, so I understand. But you're right. I mean, you know, you you can't win either way. People are upset at Warner Brothers for releasing all their movies on HBO Max. People are upset when they delay a movie to get a theatrical release as well. How can you win, Big J? What would have been the the proper way? Because you would want to see it in the movie theater, I imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm also not afraid to go to the movie theater. They've taken steps to make things safe, so... But there's a lot of places where that's not even a, an option. Yes, I understand that. And so You should move away from those places. <laughs> there, therein lies the trouble. But it's going to be a while before you see any James Bond movie, that's for sure, at least in theaters. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll re-wrap uh, up the show here next on the X-Rock. Hey, Ron Jones, take me away here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for us for today and for this week as well. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. We certainly appreciate it. Got a nice little life lesson from Big J. He did get a question wrong today regarding video games and pop culture smackdown, but happens to the best of us. And, of course, we also had a chance to give some stuff away today, which always feels good, and talk about uh, Drunk Cities, although in a really, really sad way. Uh, not as planned, but Sorry. that's sometimes how it goes Whoopsies. on the old morning after with Nick and Big J. We will be back on Monday. A reminder, if you want to check things out, Subway knows a lot of high school football players didn't have a season this year, which is why they're celebrating those athletes with the Protein Awards. So athletes, family, even friends can nominate somebody, submit a video of your greatest hits, tackles, kicks, and touchdowns. Entries will be judged by public voting and by Marshawn Lynch and Keenan Allen. You know Keenan Allen, don't you, Big J? Yeah, great wide receiver. Up for grabs, $2,500 scholarship. So enter now when you click the Subway Protein graphic at xrock.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Today, Nick, is National Hot Sauce Day. Oh, your favorite thing in the world. Yeah, although I tell you what, man, um, I got a great gift from our buddy Ian. You hear him on the weekends here. And uh, he got me the Hot Ones uh, subscription box. Oh, you found out it was from Ian. That was nice of Yeah, the Heatnist is what it's called. And... uh, 
I'm scared to try some of them, to be perfectly honest. What's I've never going on fa- here? Well, dude, the, the, the heat factor on this new one that came in, it's called the Honey Badger, and I'm just reading about the peppers that are in it. I'm like, holy crap, dude. Yeah, I know, but I mean, isn't that part of the fun for you? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but I'm get I'm older now, and my uh, my steel trap is is not is a little rusty. Okay? But if these Hollywood elites can do it, you can do it. But they J. can't do it. That's the thing. They they <laughs> crumble into tears. Well, you can prove that you're better than them. Yeah, then. You're right. I'm gonna get into it. That's later how today. you do it. I now listen. I, it's been a while since I've been to the Big J abode, but at this point, I'm picturing your pantry is just 78 percent hot sauce. Yeah, I don't know where to put it because I'm. Here's the problem: is that the the first box I got had um, the classic hot ones uh, sauce in it, and it's hot and it's really good. And I'm like, I usually don't like start a new one until I finish one. And you put it so, on a lot of stuff, but I imagine it takes a while to go through a bottle of hot sauce. Yeah, right? yeah. So I do. I need I need a specific place to. Uh, and didn't you like just buy a case of like Frank's hot sauce as well? Am I wrong Frank's, about that? Not Frank's. What was this it? That is habanero hot That's sauce. That's right. So, yeah. But it was a case, right? Yeah. So you have a case of that. Nah, I went through that. <laughs> Along, a new case has been delivered. Along with uh, another case of presents and a bunch of probably rando hot sauce that's also dropped yeah, off, right? Yeah. So it is a lot of hot sauce. How do you know which one you want to go with? Is it just blindly picking at this point? Well, the 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 the, the hot one stuff is really hot, so I mean you can't use a lot of it, and I put it in mac and cheese, and well, enjoy your day then. Uh, maybe today's the day you break out the honey badger in honor of the holiday. Right, I might have to do another video once later. again. I just ask that you film it. Yes, please. Uh, morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Strong Volkswagen. Unlock stronger pricing at strongvw.com. We'll see you on Monday. Jason Drews up next. It's the X Rocks.